Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We were eating, uh, Nano and I uh, got together Thursday night after I got off my flight, and we did our classic, let's catch up and also bury the hatchet, uh, usually just everything we've been feeling about each other after four cocktails in public at a bar. Um, and then you go home and bury the hatchet. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Oh, God. But we had the greatest time. We were talking to uh, the two bartenders at Aliquois, which mm-hmm. I really enjoy that little restaurant group. I should check it out. And so I, I just started casually. I was like, hey, like we were joking about some shit because some customers were saying and doing some weird shit. And so when you sit at the bar, you get to exchange knowing looks with the bartender, which is the most gratifying thing in the world where you're like, look at those assholes. You're like, I'm part of the club. The cool kids. (laughs) Right, right. So then I mentioned the concept of our podcast and they both freaked out and they were like, we love it. Uh, I think I I got all their info, so I think they're going to come in as a duo. Cute. A guy and girl, both bartending. And then I was looking at the bartender a little bit longer and... I was just like, was it, it was it Paul Rudd? No, I, I was like, <laughs> no, we had a different bar experience with Paul Rudd in the 2000s. That's an old in New York story. City. Uh, but I look at the guy and I, all of a sudden I go, were you on Hack My Life with me? Stop. Yep. And he's just like, I thought you looked familiar. And we just had this whole exchange. He did this like hilarious undercover segment with us where he's like, you guys gave me diarrhea. I don't know what I signed up for. He's like, you made me go do like the whole thing was how to cut lines. Which is like for anyone who's a normal person. Cocaine line? No, no, no. Like like jump a line, cut in the line, cut, oh, cut a cue. Okay, okay. Yeah, like, I'm sorry. Like, Mine's in the gutter. Mine's in the gutter. Have you, have you started cocaine since we last? No, I'm met? still okay, Just because she free. hasn't done cocaine doesn't mean she doesn't know the ins and outs of like cocaine. Oh, yeah. I dealt cocaine life. for a number of years. Well, I was a full drug lord in In order Chicago. to be a good drug dealer, you can't do your own drugs. That's so right. That makes sense. Don't get high on your own supply. supply. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to Side Work. I'm your host, Brooke Van Poplin. I'm your host, Jocelyn Hughes. Hello. I'm your host, Kyle June Williams. Hola. Uh, I'm your host, Andrea. Uh, table for two. <laughs> She doesn't need a last name anymore, folks. Nope. <laughs> She's moved to the Moving singular forward. name. Hosts yep. don't have last names in the <laughs> restaurant industry. Very true. Very true. Um, so great for everyone to be back. Some of us are back on land. Literally, Kyle just got off a cruise ship. Uh, I just returned from the sleet and blizzarding east and midwest. Big mistake. Uh, I've even been to the East Coast since we last saw Yeah, you have. Okay. Wow. And then Andrews and Brian are about to take off for uh, Mexico. Yeah. World travelers. Going to the mountains first. Next week we go to the mountains for a couple days. I'm like, oh my God. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. I'm excited about it, but I'm like, do we need chains for the car? I'm kind of like, I don't know. Where are you going? 
Just Arrowhead. You might. I know. It actually won't let you pass certain places if I you know. don't have chains. Right. So I would buy them as a precaution. Okay. Wow. I don't know if you guys like... know this, but Joss is a mountain woman. Yes. That's all I ever want to do is be on a mountain. <sighs> I mean, they're they're majestic, as they say. I know, but also just like get me out of life and like let me live in a cabin alone. Wow. Okay. Maybe with long... a, like a hot mountain man I'll take. Yes. You guys can come visit. Okay. And a strong Wi-Fi signal so you can podcast in and still be, you Oh, know, hell yeah, Great. Dude. Okay. You're allowed to be a hermit. And all the jarred jalapenos a mountain lady could want. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. I do love them on some breakfast stocks. But fire. We're going to talk today about how we have broken our bodies and our brains as waitresses and bartenders over the years mm-hmm. i mean come remember on. remember my feet Just remember like, my heels yes what is it called with the thing with oh, the arch like, pl- not like planters fasciitis or something yeah. Planters fasciitis. Was that what yeah. i fasciitis? had that i had that night to get acupuncture for it it's basically like you would go to bed at night and your feet would like retract and like turn oh, into like, like wizard of oz witch <laughs> shoes <laughs> And then when you woke up and you tried to walk in the morning, you'd be like, ah, fuck, oh, God. You're like kill spurs, right? Yes, like they hurt. little in your heels. So, well, basically, it just like ruins your heel and your arch or your foot. And I, I mean, I worked so many hours wearing the dumbest footwear. And like, I got a little smarter in my mid-20s, <laughs> but not much. And I think that's exactly where we start because I think just the, the term that everyone can understand is waitress feet. Waiter and waitress feet, man. Mm. Whew. First of all, them puppies are barking by the end of the night. And not only do your work shoes reek, you know, I would be in a, a situation where I would kind of rotate shoes so that it wasn't the same abuse from, you know, on the same part of my foot every night. You know, because I'd be like, okay, this one makes my heels hurt. But then tomorrow I'm going to do the one that squeezes my toes instead. And I could just never find the perfect shoe. I just graduated to, especially when I worked at Buca de Beppo, um, oh, what? Yeah. Oh, do you guys know that I worked at Buca Bell? Bell. There we go. The Buca Bell. The Buca Bell. Because you would, by the end of the night, like the dish pit floor would just be like covered in like a thin layer of garlicky marinara sauce. So Mm. on a busy night. So you, every, and it just, the whole place reeked of garlic. So it's just like anywhere else you would take those shoes, you would get kicked out probably. Well, and they're, yeah, they're like covered in scum. They just stink like, yeah, they're very smelly. They're just black always on the bottom of them. Which I don't even know how that happens. Probably from buildup of oil for like all over the kitchen. Also shout out to those special muscles you developed as a waitress or waiter um, trying to maintain your balance on those slippery kitchen floors oh my God. wearing basically grease boots <laughs> yeah grease boots like like literally if you were going to for once in your life learn how to properly moonwalk it would happen in a kitchen yeah that, you like, want orangey, inner tone those red in your tile floor because <laughs> they had picked up the mats because it was the end of the night and the floors are wet because they've been hosed down. It's a lot of right now I'm engaging a non-muscle region sort of area, which is like lower back to stable yourself from it's a core. It's, doing it's, it's, There's it's something. core exercise. I worked at this place, an Italian place, and it was new. We, we opened it and they didn't have the mats yet. And I did a cartoon whoop, 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 feet in the air (laughs) like I was riding a bike, landed hard on both of my wrists, and they're still not the same. And this is is 20 years later. Before we knew about workers' comp. 
Well, nobody knows about workers' comp. Nobody when, tells Whenever you, you hear a whoop, was, whoop, whoop noise, do your wrist just like... They shrivel up track. like the Wizard of Oz feet. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> but let, let's, let's, let's keep talking about the feet a little bit. Because, oh my, my God, for me specifically, it has taken almost three years of California kind of open-toe high toe box sort of shoe life to not have visible corns and calluses on my toes. Because mm. I have long Jesus feet. You know, these these things can write and paint and pick up and throw <laughs> things, their hands for feet. And they so when some you, ASL work too, right? What? Some oh. signing work, right? <laughs> <laughs> I just got that. I was thinking of the ASMR. Sorry. I was like, oh, what are my feet just dragging across your face? Foot well, fetish like, and ASMR I was thinking fetish. of like Lou Gehrig's disease. <laughs> AS oh yeah American Sign Language uh yeah they can they know the alphabet and they're very fast and I mean I would it was just like I was embarrassed to have my feet out because of a pounding the pavement in New York City and Chicago all those years and then being on your feet with completely improper footwear so my feet were just like they were first of all just like don't look at them you you'll go blind like anytime it was intimate or embarrassed even in front of friends my brother would make fun of my feet and his feet are uglier than mine man I wore through soles mm-hmm. of shoes. Mm-hmm. Like, you know when people used to keep their shoes their whole lives? Never. No. Like, and they'd go to a cobbler and get them resold. Like, that actually is a thing. I had to get shoes resold because I would wear through, <laughs> through the bottom of the shoe. It looked like it was like a, a slope. It would like yes. obviously like tend to whatever way I walk. Well, and why don't they make? I mean, if you've ever worked in a restaurant, you know that they make the most hideous non-slip shoes for you to wear. Yep. There's nothing fashionable. So a lot of the times you try and bring them with you, but then you have to put them in a plastic bag because they smell like garlic or they're covered in black tar underneath it. But <laughs> um, the they've come out, I guess, with like a newer. It's like a clog looking shoe oh, the dance like goes. goes the dance goes the dance goes and a lot I of the times they see people go. without you can't go i can't yeah, i also go. can't i see a lot of people wear them without socks which to me uh, i don't know after when you're in them for eight hours hoofing it literally it just feels like it's just not a good recipe i don't know if there's anybody that out there who could just make some cute converses who didn't break the no, bottom of your feet. No, maybe this is our uh, calling, ladies. Maybe we need to make a really cute fashion line of you non-slip shoes. You know, I did shoes. my friend Rachel at Uncle Julio's Hacienda. Mm. She's in shoe design. Oh, I'm going to give her a call. Give her a call. Did she start with purses and move to shoe? Yes. She, I remember Ooh. Rachel's. Well, yeah. they, make, Rachel. they make super sexy, uh, like, cute... Um, uh, aprons. Saying, aprons. Keep Sorry, your chest. I, know. I, know. I keep Bras. touching my chest. Bras. Looking Tops. for the word. Looking <laughs> for the word. Aprons. Yeah, there's Pasties. like there's like a whole line of really cool looking uh, aprons for chefs and things like that. So I, but we are at the bottom of the totem pole always. So it would be nice if we had shoes that didn't make us look like we had club feet. Shh. And sure. Well, there's also like, do you guys remember the? Um, you can wear your regular shoes, but it's there's a little there's a little slip on you put on the bottom of your feet that's like oh, non-slip, yeah. like oh, a little yeah. like a little no, like a tread. I never, oh, okay. Yeah, it's like it's like instant added tread. Yeah, that's waterproof. And you I'm put just them. thinking of like the real estate shoes, like when you go see an open yes. house and they yes. make you put I those mean, little footies on. Think of like, that, like but hospitals. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. it's like plastic form, and it, it fits 
it's not like a shoe condom. Like but a then shoe. also, you have to buy these things. Mm, That's course. the other thing we're negating to talk about is that like you have to purchase all this wear, and then you have to purchase the medical care afterwards. <laughs> I used so, to wear cowboy boots, which is I a ridiculous too. thing, I but it's three. really good for your arches. There's zero traction on cowboy boots though no it was it was a delicate dance yeah uh, but at least ice skating it gave you support and it would they were you know your shit kicking boots until Again, it didn't working out those fine muscles in your legs and your core right kind of like a bar workout yeah see and the thing is though there was no visible benefit to my body uh of working out it was just always pain and so when you would get back from a shift i mean i would first of all just full-on elevate the feet yeah lay yeah. down lay down kick them up they like it's that like they after rob yep. walk two miles to get home afterward well which totally. i would have to do too yeah. you know and then they would like swell you'd be like oh i'm not putting shoes back on tonight these guys are done i when i knew i was like hitting some sort of low point when i soaked my feet like an 80 year old Mm. <laughs> still got so, a tub for it when i worked at buka there um it was like it was like a maze right so you would turn corners all the time there's all these different rooms and there was wood paneling that ran down the center of the walls and would come to a corner at every every time you turned and she'd always have to say corner and around but oh, like yeah. nine times out of ten and because i mean i just run into oh, shit yeah. all the time anyway <gasps> i was always running my forearms like oh, into no. the corner. So there was always just like scabs and bumps. I might even have like a couple scars because of it. But like, I think all of us had just constantly like, ouch, wham. Brooke's like, having a moment. I am currently trying not to vomit from PTSD pain. I'm remembering, would you guys, have you ever nailed your knee on a low boy? Oh God. Oh yeah. Behind the bar. You bet. Oof. Oh sweet Jesus! When you're like, I I don't know if my leg will ever work again. Like the pain. The worst is your knees against a like in behind a bar against the the liquor. Oh yeah, that the metal liquor rail. Oh. That oh. is a killer. It'll yeah, stun like you thin, too. And it gets you right in the shin. Yes, shin or under the knee, and you literally are looking at everyone. You can't talk. You this doesn't have to be restaurant specific. You know when you nail your knee or your shin on a corner, a hard corner, and you're just like. It's like another funny bone. Yeah. Except you can't stop and ice it. You have to wait tables for another yeah, five hours. Going. That's like when you, I mean, my, my whole thing is when I open wine and I slice my, <laughs> my whole. That's deep. My, my finger on the foil. Oh my God. I and have, then I have to excuse myself because I'm bleeding all over the bottle of wine. <laughs> That's happened. I think I told a story yeah. about that happening. In yeah, yeah, yeah. I have foil phobia because oh, yeah. of that. Little, and also because of Buka, because like we had, there was so much fucking food at this place <laughs> that people would take pounds and pounds of it home. So it had to be packaged up somehow. Buka. Um, so <laughs> we had a whole packing station. That was like sure. chaos in the night. Oh, like probably a giant uh, foil, oh, the big like foil, aluminum foil with the like, to wrap up the yeah, like basketball dishes, like meatball. the big chafing dishes. When that was like if you had tons of food. Oh, those are sharp too on the oh edges. My God. Oh my yeah. god! Very so on the corners when you would go to close them. If you weren't careful, you would just slice your fucking finger open like i can't even open a tin can today without like wincing oh and like God. having fear it hurts like, so bad oh. restaurants are basically made of knives and glass and then and it's always you, like it's yeah. like there's no lighting i mean the no. kitchen's lit no but like out on the floor is no. like minimal lighting oh yeah, yeah. if there's like anything. anything wet on the ground yeah and, yeah. and, and then you're like oh no that's my blood right i um also how you know finger condoms yeah 
and they're bright blue, which is obviously a health concern. So you don't, you know, it's not like skin colored and it ends up in someone's dish. <laughs> uh, but someone's then you have soap. to walk around with a bright blue finger for the rest of the night. <laughs> it's and, and what happens is, is that because you're, you know, like getting into ice and like you're, you're sweaty or you're just doing things, it gets, you get like, um, raisin finger underneath, yeah. with only, which only makes the cut even deeper and worse. I've had to come home and air out my hands. You, you have to, like yeah. it can't be wet like that no. for it to like properly heal, right? <laughs> oh, I'm so have, grossed out. Any of you guys ever like fallen down on the floor? Yes, like, yes. Of course. yeah, <laughs> uh, hundreds of times. I, I have tried to save the tray, and so what will happen is oh, yeah. like a like a, a splits you know, sort of move where I'm like, ta-da, and then every muscle in my back is just ripped, and I'm like, someone come get the tray. Why don't we open an exercise studio and it's just like a slippery floor and you've got to carry a tray the and workout. make it across? Yeah. That's You're going to so have amazing. like the strongest inner thighs and quads. Does anyone currently still have tar- uh, carpal tunnel syndrome? Yes. I yes. go numb all the time still from being a barista and all of this stupid motion this way, with the, which no one can see, but the like, I don't know, 75 pound tray of food and your wrist is just about to snap backwards and yeah like, after I cartoon fell down I c- still like can't do planks too much you know like any kind hurts. of like in Pilates or yoga I start to get really sensitive because I have to go to like fists yep instead of just extending my hand and some yoga places you actually will stretch they'll have you do the other way which will help but yeah, the damage has been done. It's the carpal done, damage. Folks. Do you also not have a lot of feeling in? Are you that person that can <laughs> in reach into um, <laughs> that an too. oven? No, it can okay. reach into uh, a cooler full of ice and fish something out really easily. I'm always that person who's like, I'll grab that at the bottom because I have no feeling <laughs> in my hands from just reaching into ice all the time. No, <laughs> no, Me? I'm the only one. I used cool. to. I used okay. to. No longer. Once but again, I oh, do... you mean like a cooler, like. A, a full of beer, or yes. like a, a party, and yeah, everybody's yeah. like, "It's too cold," and I'm like, "I have no feeling because I've I just." Do it. it depends if I want the beer. I turn into like one of I'll those moms who can like lift a car up because her kid's in danger. <laughs> I'm like, I need that beer. <laughs> then I'm like sticking my hand right in. Uh, you're this- talking about carrying like a big, the big tray on your shoulder. Like, can we also talk about like how satisfying it is? Like, then you then go grab like the. The, the tray holder and you do that you have to pop it out yeah and put on, there's just something very satisfying about it the Bunk. whole thing was satisfying i now have that giant is something i've never had to do and i'm very thankful for as it. a result how the big trays the big trays no, no. big trays for this no. one no oh. they didn't trust me i don't have a very good equilibrium no, I, I was tiny. also just imagining your your like absolute tolerance for ice was also going to be a follow-up story that's like because i was locked in a in a cooler for i mean i have three been, hours i have no been locked in a walk-in me. before i have been locked in a walk-in before. oh i by the way don't let me forget next time we do this <laughs> i found in an old notebook this thing I wrote, I think to an old restaurant manager, like I was like venting in my notebook and I wrote this whole thing and I was like, fuck you. We smoke weed in the cooler. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's like a dear diary. I love that. We should ask if anybody's had, if anybody can send in submissions to us about like end of the night diary rants. Yeah. Poetry. 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 The debauchery after the restaurant closes. I slam poetry all my restaurant aggression. That's right. (laughs) Once, once the restaurant closes, I, I go on down to the bitter end in the village. And check, I get on please. stage. Why don't you put check, your dressing check, on the side? Check, 
check yourself, man. That's all I got. Tickets, tickets <laughs> in my face. <laughs> tickets, tickets. Wait, are you ranch. reenacting the this thing shit. where you fell down the stairs again? Yeah. No, no, we're slamming right now. I, I was trying to slam. Okay, all right. And then you're check, like, That's a, let's do a whole separate episode of just slams. Or I think they would go 86 me. Ooh, oh, like mic it. drop. Yeah. I like it. Mic drop. I'll tell you what you need on the side, bitch. I can't is find a bitch? clean <laughs> ramekin. <laughs> or is it ram I a can? can. <laughs> oh, I spent way too many nights at the New Yorican. I did. Yeah. And you're like, I'm sorry, ram I can't. <laughs> no sauce for you. This one really needs a facial. Can I get a side of maybe you don't know my life? <laughs> Because you never took the time to ask me how I was while I ran and got your salad dressing. So then you've got all this going on. And then, you know, whether you think mental health is its own other little topic or something. But, you know, just the body, the physical damage you do to yourself. You then are dealing with anger and stress, which we talked about a little bit. Like we touched on it in the In the Weeds episode. But yeah. the, the truth is the anger, the stress, the adrenaline, all of this while you're physically hurting yourself, balancing a lot. I, I mean, it's such a come down. And this article came out say, you know, saying that waiting tables is actually more stressful than someone who performs neurosurgery, which as much as everyone likes to say, it's not neurosurgery when you're waiting tables. Sure, I get it, but it is actually more stressful because the person who is a neurosurgeon, as they posit, is someone who has spent years perfecting their trade. They know that Behind it all, if they mess up or not, there is still like a fat fucking paycheck to come home to. And so the whole idea, I know, but like the whole idea of you put yourself through this for such small payoff. And right, what it right. Ultimately you don't does, know what you're going to get at the end. Nope. The malpractice insurance is through the roof. Um, <laughs> someone can't move their right arm anymore. But also I think that people say don't take it personal, but there's nothing not personal about your own performance. Nailed it. And for me, I mean, if I had a dime for every time I cried, I wouldn't have to be a waitress. <laughs> um, Wealthy. Yeah. But it's very, it, it makes you feel less than a, a person or like you're not good at this somewhat should be easy job or you should have known to do this or how could you forget? And a lot of people don't take into consideration that you've been already on your feet for eight hours, that it's not uh, performing brain surgery, that it is actually just a meal, and if you wait five fucking minutes, that it'll be remedied, and you don't have to bitch so much about it or take to Yelp, you goddamn creep. I have had several times said to me, well, if you don't like it, I can find somebody else to do the job. Which is it's the actually, worst it's thing to hear. It's insane because it's not true. It's like, especially when I think of what you do, no, they can't just find anyone to replace what but you they do. Can. They, they can. can, but you know what? They would kick themselves just for pulling like a power move like that. Mm -hmm. if, if you were really like, okay, do it. Bye. You know. But if I can pull out my soapbox for a second, mm -hmm. yes. that's the problem with you this brought it American. With you again? I did. I bring oh it God. everywhere I go. She's two feet taller right now. She's I standing. Am. Wow. I am. I am. I quietly soapbox. stepped up. Um, it's the problem with our society, American society in general. Nobody's valued. Nobody's given any worth. Nobody's cared about. So it's just like, everything's disposable. It's profit, profit, profit. So, you know, that we are humans. We, we like thrive on consistency and schedule and like positive reinforcement and community and fret. Like 
And when you don't get any of that, it become very it can become very discouraging and really depressing to try to fucking it, keep going. It paints your whole life with a certain brush stroke. If you're having a bad stretch at a yeah. restaurant, it bleeds into every other area. And then you get of anxiety when you have you to do. go in. You in your head then you so know you're going to be there for eight hours. It's a whole. It, it really messes with your mind. I mean, it's really done a huge number on me. I know specifically, I have had many uh i i care a lot about what i do and i care a lot about the work that i put out do i when i walk away from that restaurant do i never want anybody to know that i work there of course this is a fun article that i did look up i think written by an actual journalist uh, <laughs> not for an a, actual not my uh, millionaire it, it's not uncle joe no uh this is a, the tucson foodie you know we all read that and <laughs> It sounds Tucson. like an old-timey 50s dance, right? first of all. So the Culinary Delight, Tucson, Arizona? <laughs> Tucson, Arizona. All right. So just to back up everything we're saying, according to Chinese scholars, 2015 research, service industry jobs are some of the most likely to trigger anxiety-induced mm. strokes. Fun. Working in a bar or restaurant requires speed, organized thought, consistent perfection, artfulness, training regarding food safety and reactions, and a deep desire to serve. It's a lot to balance. I'm going to go ahead and knock on wood that I don't know any yeah. servers who've died uh, of a da, stroke. Da, 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 da. We might. Um, Why are you staring at me, Joss? <laughs> I know. I, I, I was just given a whole knock. Yeah. You looked up. We locked eyes. We locked eyes. And Andrea's looking at her phone. And it goes on to say, everyday employees experience mistreatment and even abuse at the hands of the customers to whom they cater. No mm -hmm. shit. Right? So it says, uh, you must feign happiness and look attractive lest you <sighs> lose tips. It's a performance. Of course. And it's a main source of income for most of us. And such constant acting can be quite a strain on one's psyche, especially in less than ideal workplace conditions. So it's yeah, all that can induce air bubbles in your brain. And then <laughs> down you go. Boom. <laughs> so I think I would just like to end on, were there any positives? Uh, I, I did enjoy the cardio, the cash. <laughs> <laughs> I just think if you are out there, definitely this time of year, if you are in like the winter sort of part of the country too, where I felt like every place I went into was at about half mast with customers in there. So you got the slow shifts happening right now. It's dark earlier. You're not getting your appropriate levels of serotonin and melatonin. Servers, look after yourself. Go Service, above and beyond right now. take care of yourself. If you're in a restaurant or a bar, be nice to your server, man. Come yeah, on, those, man. Those listening who are just regular old customers, say something nice to a server. I, I Be kind. Not creepy. Remember, not say, creepy, no touching. no touching. No touching, no creepy. No touching, no creepy. Exactly. We're going to make t-shirts that say oh that. Oh, my God. No, uh, no they'll touching. be available No touching, no soon. creepy. No touching, no creepy. Hashtag Actually, side work. And we're also making the dish pig t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. We have lots of t And we're making the shoes. Don't forget about the shoes. <laughs> okay, so we're going to read a few more of our favorite hashtag server life, hashtag server problems that we grabbed off Twitter right now. <laughs> Joss, you want to kick it off with one? Oh, I forgot my meatball. Lady grabs meatball off a plate on my tray with a bare hand and walks out the door. <laughs> Hashtag server life. Hashtag why do I wait tables? That's from Paige RB. <laughs> I, I like forgot my meatball as if she had made it hours earlier, watched it roast in the oven, and then just 
random happenstance. She raw came dogs in. it. She just raw dogs it. Just marinara, no problem. All over my hand. I'm a monster. Then straight into the purse. Can't say I wouldn't do that though. <laughs> meatballs are really good. They I only like give you meatballs. three these days in the fancy restaurants. <laughs> so I'm not leaving a meatball behind. Go to La Pergoletta. They give you like oh, 15 I love La meatballs. We finally tried it. It was great. It's so, so good. Yeah. And the wine is so like reasonably priced. I'm all for it. Does anyone want to take the next one? It's just to find it's on point. My body literally hurts. Worse than old school growing pains. Hashtag serve a life. Hashtag fuck doubles. Dude. I hear you, Heidi Raylin. I hear you loud and clear. It hurts. Well, you would, I would. Uh, I actually had shin splints. Oh yeah. Which oh is, yeah. I, like I had those from being a track runner and long jumper. Yeah. From literally pounding, you know, my legs because I would jump and land really hard. And then you're like, oh, I remember this in the form of doubles. Oh god, they came back. I like this uh, one was for you too. Okay. All right. This. Oh good lord, the name. Yeah. <clears throat> we got to work on this. So T zero R. Taurus, 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 sorry, Taurus, Thank you. Um, says you try serving the general public for twelve hours, then tell me you don't agree with Thanos. <laughs> Hashtag server life. Hashtag Marvel nerd. Hashtag Marvel genocide. Woof. Whoa. I like this one. Okay, at uh, Annie. Oh, at Annie Body Canada, like the name Annie. She just. Screenshotted someone else doing this. I don't know. Maybe she screenshotted a meme. I just really, really liked it. Uh, this was coworker colon. Oh my god! Text me anytime you need a shift covered. Me colon. Can you work today? Coworker colon. Oh my god! Sorry, my uncle's hamster is in town, or I would. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a hamster with a cast on on Twitter oh, yesterday, oh and it made my life. I'm really stoked to have Renee Felice Smith. Hi, friend. Uh, she is a legend slash series regular on NCIS LA. Wow. Uh, she plays Nell. And um, I know all of this about her story arc, her her character, not just because I enjoy to watch it myself, <laughs> but because my own mother is perhaps Renee's largest fan. And when my mom was in I town, I thought she was my biggest fan, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was who is until... this in my house? Hey, 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 that was until Renee took her to set to meet LL Cool J, which my mom calls Whoops. LL. <laughs> She's like, "What's up, Double L?" Yeah, uh, she's she is uh, on a first name basis with him. Oh yeah, she's got they a picture a with time. him on her desk. But more notably, more notably. Um, you are also someone who has served time in the restaurant industry. Oh my, have I ever. Uh, yeah, I'm an alumni of Applebee's East Islip, Long Island. College, uh, first year, summer of first year. I started up at Applebee's. And I lived to tell the tale. <laughs> How long did you work there? Uh, I worked there for about two and a half years. Yeah. On and off, every break I would go back. And then my last two years, no, it must have been three years. So my last year of school, senior year at NYU, I commuted. I was a commuter student because I only had school like two days a week. So I lived on Long Island and everyone thought I was trying to buy a house because I was working so much at Applebee's. My manager was like, yo, Renee, what are you, what, what, why are you still here? 
like don't you're like because i went to nyu and they stole all my money (laughs) exactly i was like i was like the countdown was on to when i was paying back my loans i was like i gotta start socking it away um but yeah i guess i could be a little bit of a workaholic i think that's also just like naturally who i am so that plus applebee's not the best combination no (laughs) corporate lifestyle i want to dive into everything about applebee's good i i just have some questions so um i i I feel like just just me just me a one or two question or maybe 10 um yes please please describe the uniform okay we had a red polo shirt Mm -hmm. that Um, checks out yep red polo shirt tucked into uh the well you could go out and buy the pants on your own and most of us had the express boot cut black pant um, <laughs> that was quite flattering. Mm-hmm. Um, belt was also part of the uniform. You should wear a belt. I'm not really sure why, because the apron, there was just a whole mess happening in the front end. Yeah, they're both doing the same job. Yeah. One or the other. Bad. Belt was part of, I think I stopped wearing the belt. Probably six months in, I was like, fuck this. This isn't happening anymore. And the shoes, the not, you know, the, um, the non-slips, the non-slips, the payless shoes. The pay shoes. <laughs> there are sponsors. You got to strap those on <laughs> before you enter. Um, and those were disgusting. They had like applesauce caked into the bottoms and I just left them in the back of my car. You have actual <laughs> applesauce at Applebee's? I wasn't aware mm. of it. Well, I don't know. <laughs> you know, it looked like applesauce. I don't. Yeah. I don't think it's on the menu. Uh, it's an off menu item at Applebee's. And <laughs> so I was, I was curious too, like if uh, you guys weren't known um, for flair per se, like your TJ no, Friday counterparts, no. which is which is great. Totally fine. Right. But What's Applebee's slogan? Oh, that's a great question. Feeling good in the neighborhood. Is it? I think it's feeling good in the neighborhood. Okay, cool. Well, it's been a minute since I'm glad minute. I know I that now. I don't think that that slogan came about until a little bit later yeah. okay. in, in the franchise. Okay. The chain I think it was it. also your neighborhood friendly grill. grill or yeah. something about your neighborhood friendly something about that. You really had to be friendly to work there. Well, see, that's the thing. Most of the servers were not friendly at all. <laughs> um, we had some real, real special team players that were not happy to be there and didn't put on the Applebee's face. Um, I could really go into detail, but I don't know yeah, if I should. You know, I mean, it's so <laughs> cute when when a corporation is like, we're the happy servers, Florida restaurant and it's like you can't, you can't force that right how, how does that happen people have had something take a wrong turn in their life to be working at Applebee's well I don't know I mean I think here's the here's the thing I kid I kid no I know you do I know but um a lot of the kids there at that time were real hustlers and I think that you know, obviously we've all been servers and to be a server, you also, you, you're a natural hustler. If you're, if you're not, you're not going to make it as a server. Um, so, so yeah, a lot of the kids who are there are are like doing cool things today, which is fun. 
If I might interrupt, I have a whole slew of Applebee's slogans over the years. Oh, so go for it's it. actually eaten good in the neighborhood. Okay, My bad. there it is. My bad. Thank you um, for that. Um, it's a whole new neighborhood, is okay. one. That's fun. There's no place like the neighborhood. Good. Um, good. Says, Get it together, baby. I swear to God. No way. Yeah. They've got the baby going yep. too. Get it together, baby. Uh, together is good, and I think the newest one and is see you tomorrow. Okay, see you tomorrow. Oh, I that sounds vaguely familiar. That's the one that Jace, Jason Jason Sudeikis, Sudeikis, the new voice of Applebee's. Yeah, do that's you right. did you have like a spiel that you had to do at tables, or was was there any like requirements? Um, you needed to kind of push things. You needed to upsell wherever you could. You needed to, oh, yes, okay. This is all flooding back to me. Um, we were really pushing the, like, hard lemonade at one time. Ooh. That was, like, the item of the, like, summer, whatever it was, June, July special. Um, so, like, if you could get people to buy this goblet of, like, spiked lemonade, you would get, like, kind of points. And then we'd see, like, at the end of the week who wins a gift card wins. to Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah. Who, or who just wins a giant spiked lemonade uh, at the oh. end of the week. That was probably what the what the uh, prize was. Something like that. Were you allowed a shift drink? No. No. Not on shift. But... People definitely came in or, like, got changed and then, like, went to the bar after the shift. Wow, you'd hang at Applebee's afterwards. I wouldn't. I, I'm one of those who, like, I work at the place, but I'm, like, not really chilling after, at after work. Yeah. yeah, I mean. I'm kind of, like, going home. Um, oh, God, that also reminded me. One, one night heading home from Applebee's, I ran out of gas. On the side of the uh, Montauk Highway. That was really fun. Oh, God. Like 3 a.m. I was a closer. I had worked my way up, you know, and I was like closing. You work your way up to closing? Oh, yeah, baby. You work your way up because that's where you make that nice, nice, party nice. till 2 a.m.? People are eating and drinking till 2 a.m. at Applebee's? Oh, 100%. In New Whoa. York? I mean, I don't know about out anywhere else, but yeah. New York, we're open till 2 a.m. Mind we were blown. Open 2 a.m. Right yes, 100%. Um, yeah, you wanted to be a closer because you wanted, you actually wanted the half price appetizer like crowd because they weren't terribly demanding because half of them were drunk or high, kids coming from the movies, kids, you know, Long Island kids just out on a Saturday night by themselves. Um, but it was about the numbers. It was about turning the table over. Okay, how many times can I turn this table over? It's like a little game you play. <laughs> wow. And that's how you make the money. So to remind me and everyone listening, uh, what was Applebee's known for as far as food? Oh, I don't know. I mean, oh, probably the app sampler. Definitely. You're getting one of those babies. Comes on a sweet little basket tray. You're getting five mozzarella sticks. You're getting your boneless buffalo wings, your spinach artichoke dip. Um, you can also, if you're an insider, if you're like a VIP Applebee, or you can, you would know that you can swap out one item and double and order double of another so let's say you want double buffalo wings great you can do that lose the mozzi sticks brooks writing it down right now <laughs> i love mozzarella did sticks. you actually ever see anybody in the kitchen make anything or do they just put it in a microwave 
Oh, no, they fry things. You know, they take it out of packaging and pop it in and, you know. I mean, it happens. Yeah. It's happening. It's not fresh. Everything is basically frozen, but... Um, it's safe. It's safe. That's right. You can go into an Applebee's and be completely sure that you're not going to get any sort of uh, dust in your food. I mean, it is so freaking clean back there. Oh, uh, it's wow. so corporate. It's so mm-hmm. clean. They're getting checked all the time. So that's the great part mm-hmm. about Applebee's. Everybody wears the hat. All the line cooks wear the hats and the gloves. And it's just like, that's it. There's no option. So yeah, there's nothing worse about a mom and pop place than dusty food. Dusty <laughs> food. <laughs> you then, like then that? Some of pops. I came up with pops dust. beard hair. Let me just sprinkle, sprinkle some dust on top. I um, had to entertain it. Yeah, I, no, that's good. I, I found like Pop's that. mustache in my pasta. Do you have any crazy Applebee's stories about um, like insane customers or? <sighs> yes. Um, <laughs> well, I think one of my favorite Applebee's stories uh, revolves around two of the guys who were working there. It was kind of kind of like the head bartender slash head server he he would kind of pick and choose like when he was going to make the most money he would either serve or bartend so this dude and the expo had this like war going on where they were pranking each other back and forth uh but it was a really friendly war and they were just trying to you know get a rise or embarrass the other person so (laughs) the expo goes into the bathroom and the bartender's like, oh, I have this brilliant idea. Goes and grabs a salad bag and like fills it with just like a bunch of junk, like chocolate syrup and ranch dressing and just kind of takes this plastic bag and shakes it up and uh, heads into the bathroom and reaches over the stall and shakes it out over the stall that he thinks the expo is in. And I just heard this, like, deep belly, like, bear, grizzly bear growl come from the bathroom. A patron had been in the bathroom, an older man, like, horseshoe, like, balding, bald head. And all of it is just dripping down his face. Ranch dressing, uh, chocolate syrup, like, romaine lettuce just, like, stuck, like, (laughs) like a leaf on a freaking windshield to his forehead. And he was not happy. He was saying some real choice words, and he... He got everything for free that day. <laughs> Did he get fired after that? Um, so that guy, he was really like um, somehow immune to ever being reprimanded for real. Every restaurant has that employee yeah. that yeah. like unfireable. That is, yeah. That's me. That's me. <laughs> nice. I am unfireable. I'm proud of it. You'll always find a way back in. Oh, I've never been written up once. Everybody in that restaurant has been written up at least once. Wow. I And I have I show up late every day. Wow. <laughs> I got into it with this girl one night who ordered, like, uh, the combo, like, steak and shrimp. You know, like, the most expensive thing on the menu. The surf and, and turf? The surf and turf, baby. And baby. <laughs> and she, yes. And she claimed that she didn't like any of it. And I was like, well, you ate all of it. 
so it must not have been that bad. Yeah. And she was like, let me talk to the manager. I don't want you talking to me this way and blah, blah, blah. And so I <laughs> I got the manager and he was over there. And and then I came back around. I was kind of like circling to see like what she was yeah. saying. Of course, she's giving him this whole line of like, no, this was no good. I asked for this to be recooked. She never asked for anything to be recooked, of course. Such it was a liars. whole thing. And she just knew that it's corporate and they'll comp it at the end of the, you know, sometimes people know these tricks and whatever. And so I came back around and I was like, um, over the over the manager's shoulder i was like i i said i said something like um oh yeah yeah <laughs> i was like if it was that bad then you wouldn't have eaten it or something like that and the manager just took me by the shoulder and was like renee not now like <laughs> go to the back um and that's funny because you're not a very feisty human no but if you Cron there's like they're being they're being cheaters. Yeah. yeah. You know? It's the principle of it. And I think that's what really bothered me about the whole situation. If she had asked for it to be recooked, that's one thing. You don't like it. You know, yeah. If something's wrong, then it should be fixed. But if you ate the whole thing and you never complained once throughout your meals, then you need to pay for it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Here's a tip. If you graduate from school and you have a shit ton of uh, loan payments coming up, maybe go down and fill out the application at your neighborhood-friendly Applebee's Barn Grill. Start to chip away, chip, chip, chip away at those loans. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Here's a tip. If you are traveling in and out of New York City, you know, I don't know where all of our listeners are based, but you know what? You're going to visit there at some point and you're going to be stuck leaving out of JFK, right? Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. The cabs, the traffic, I mean, it's like an $80 excursion. If you try and go the Uber, the cab route, it takes so long. Minimum 50 bucks. Uh, it's so much money. Um, just trying to take the stupid A train all the way through the city, then you might accidentally forget to get the Far Rockaway A train. It's like two different A trains. Boys and girls, you just get the Long Island Railroad from Penn Station I, you're, you're like, yeah, duh, I know. But You've so, never done that? Well, because I've I never, never done that. I didn't live in Manhattan. Yeah, that's I didn't what live I in took to get into your, when I'd come visit you, I would take that train. It's the amazing. I Jamaica I guess station. we need to start doing cocaine, Brooke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this was new to me. And I think I learned it a little bit later in life too, that uh, the Atlantic station in Brooklyn, but that's just not always easy to get to. But Penn Station, I was staying really close to it. $10. You get Ooh. like a bench to yourself in an uncrowded, quiet, beautiful car. You've got your luggage everywhere. It's so relaxing. It takes 19 minutes Stop. to direct you or to connect you to the air train. Oh, and yeah. then the air train is five. Dream. It, I was there. No stress. No pain. I'm just saying. I, I swear by it. Make it happen. Yeah. I have. Here's a tip. This one might be specifically for Kyle because we're talking creamy, dreamy dairies. Oh, give it to um, <laughs> sensation. Uh, if you mix self-rising flour and yogurt together in equal parts, it forms a dough that can then be pizza dough. It can be bagel dough. You can boil it, and it's like dump. You can make dumplings out of it, and it's also very low calorie, very fat, low fat. 
deliciousness. Yeah. Also, if you need insulation for your house, yeah, it works as you can as spackle well. your house with <laughs> it. Awesome. Um, it is a Weight Watchers secret. <laughs> Here's Not a anymore. Tip. Here's a tip. <laughs> Stop calling me lady. How about that? Oh, That's oh, a great yeah. one. Can we do that? Can we just all lessen our use of the word lady to each other for men calling women? Hey, lady. What are you doing, lady? Oh, that's obviously personal. It's personal. But you know what? I'm going to tag onto that real quick, too. And anytime a woman does anything well, she's a badass. And Thank when, you. Any woman who's good at anything. Right, right. Check out this badass. Check out this badass who can do a job competently. <laughs> Stop saying it. I call it back. It's also very close to bad boy, which is like, <laughs> check oh out God. this bad boy. Oh, I, I miss that joke. Bring it back. Okay, so here's a tip. I have always only had secondhand furniture my entire life. I don't think I've ever bought anything new, ever. And I've been looking at a specifically sized couch for a while and couldn't really figure out to buy it online because you can't tell if they're comfortable. Even the reviews don't really give you a good... So I went to Macy's. I went old school. Brick and mortar, thanks to Andrea. She's the one who gave me the tip. And you can finance a couch. Yeah. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. And you can pay it off. I had no idea. So I can actually have not a bed bug ridden like street couch. Street couch. I mean, I was looking at ones that if you sat on one side, the other end would fly up (laughs) or like sink down. I think those are called seesaws. (laughs) (laughs) Were you at a children's park, Kyle? I mean, Uh. potentially. I was literally, everyone that I would drive by on the road would be like, damn it, it just rained or else I'd throw that in the back of Joni. Joni is my car. But you can finance a couch. I'm so happy to tip it forward. I know. Thank you. That was your tip. But well, guys, we'll talk to you next week. Hey, guys, if you like Sidework Podcast, the best thing you can do is rate and review. Give us some five stars. Give us some comments. Tell us what you like. Thanks for listening.